All right, Dave Player back with you here on 720 WGN. 11 seasons in, the season premiere of NBC Chicago Fire airs Wednesday, September 21st, along with the premiere of Chicago PD, Med, hottest night on television because of these two, and, and talk about it all is David Eigenberg and Chris Stolte. What's going on, guys? Howdy, Dave. Dr. Player! <laughs> What's going on? By the way, I got... How are you? I'm good. I am good. Um, I got the note from both your attorneys. Apparently, now I have to switch yeah. whose name I say first. Um, yeah, we just need you to alternate. Yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, so we started with David. We'll go to Chris. And then after the break, you're, you guys are being very Martin and Lewis here. I'm just saying. Yeah, thank okay. you. Thank you. <laughs> and if, after saying both of them, you could just say mommy. It would be kind of weird, but cool. It would be weird. I'm just going to say. Okay, so mommy. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the summer. Before we get into new season, back to work, what did you do for fun this summer? Dave, we'll start with you. <laughs> I feel like they're a little caught Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I got um. What I, I put my family in a car, and uh, we turned up all the devices, and we drove to New Jersey. And oh. my kids got really bored, and I, I, I had the imagine imaginative thought that they were going to learn something about themselves and create something, um, uh, uh, you know, in their in their wonderful imaginations. And at the end, there was nothing but contempt. And boredom and banging heads on windows. Oh no! Oh no. oh no! How old are yeah. the kids again? Are they all teens? Are they what? Are, what are they? No, thirteen and eight. Yeah, they mm. didn't think it was interesting or fun to go back to the old days. Yeah, so, yeah. Did you visit? Well, they weren't their old days. Is the problem? Uh, <laughs> That's true. They don't want to go yeah. back to your old days. That's, <laughs> uh, That's it. Because yeah. I got to talk to you during the summer break too <laughs> to get you in on this stuff. That <laughs> I, I like the foresight. Yeah. 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 You know, it's really hard, uh, especially at that age, because um, I've got kids similar age, but, you know, they, you know, I, we want them to engage uh, with other human beings eventually. And it's very hard to do that uh, when all they're doing is engaging and talking on, or, or t I don't even talk, they text and Snapchat and everything else on their phones. Like, when do you find a time, Dave, that you can sit down and talk to your child? Probably never. Uh, well, at dinner, we, you know, I make everything turn off, and then oh, good. Uh, once in a while, some, a conversation will bust loose, and I go, "Oh, there it is, <laughs> that old time thing, that old, that or that old orange scarf is of of life is around my neck, and I can communicate <laughs> with my family and my son, and, right. and I'm happy for a moment. Yeah, for a moment, yeah. Uh, we have a basket too that we throw it all on on the counter, and sometimes there's a phone missing; it's underneath someone's leg because they're waiting for a sure. response from something. But, uh, yeah, I try to do that, too. Uh, Chris, what about the family? I know you got you got older kids, but you got grandkids, right? Yeah, I did have grandkids. That was probably the best part of my break was uh, hanging out with the little ones Aww. who are 5, 4, and 2 right now and uh, all about to, to uh, have birthdays. But, uh, yeah, they're a, they're a wild, wild handful, and I absolutely love hanging out with them. Uh, my older kids, you know, they're both, they're too, it's too late, really. My youngest is in her second year at Arizona State. It's too late for me to try to govern their phone usage, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the younger one, you know, the, the older one has three kids keeping her busy. The younger one has a lot of, you know, schoolwork to be ready for and stuff like that. She's also kind of a club joiner and a, you know, interest pursuer and stuff like oh. that. So we kind of leave her to, uh, you know, govern her her own time on the devices 
And again, my older one, good luck spending time on your device when you have three kids, five and under, yeah. you know? Yeah, I would think so. Did you do any significant traveling this summer? No, we have we have a place that's been in my wife's family on the on the on the lake in Michigan City, Indiana. And uh, we had assumed that it would be ready to occupy by the beginning of our hiatus. And so we made no plans, but that turned out not to be the case. I am there right now, uh, and it is still under construction, but it is in, in that interim phase where it's also livable. But uh, the, the construction guys just left a couple hours ago, so work is still underway. It's a compromised situation. Uh, we've also got Randy Flagler out here uh, right now who plays Cap on Chicago Fire. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, last weekend we had some of the other cast out. Uh, Randy was out of town, so uh, we we're, we created a makeup weekend for him. And, Did he uh, get yeah, a voucher? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a voucher. I know. I told <laughs> you no vouchers last time, but that's because I really wanted you to come. <laughs> uh, so now that the construction people are gone, you, Chris, naturally you have people that are now like bringing you drinks and getting you ready for your Friday evening. Where do you get the idea, and I'm just curious, I don't mean to sound like yeah. I'm attacking, yeah. where do you get the idea that people would bring me things? Well, you know, Chicago Fire is like syndicated, I see it all the time, and like, you know, so you're getting the swimming pools, movie stars. Money for sure. <laughs> Servants. You make me I don't need anybody on stuff. the payroll, you know what I mean? You, I get you fresco all the time, you're like, hey, 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 hey. Give me a fresca. <laughs> to you? Hey, he hey, says you, it to you. you? I act like I always act like I can't remember his name. Hey, you. <laughs> Grab you. me a fresca. <laughs> David and I have a ritual where many mornings we will split a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich mm. uh, from uh, our catering. Mm-hmm. And you snap snap your fingers for that, and it appears. We just we more. You know what, buddy? It's even more <laughs> passive than that. We okay. don't have to do anything. It just shows up. Oh, okay. When you nice. when you order the same thing every day, they know what to bring to your trailer in the morning. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. When you get up at four thirty and that and whatnot. But I tell you, there I don't. I have a weird. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was my father was depression era or that. Um, that I'm a thief, but I, I enjoy eating somebody else's food more than eating my own food. Oh, I have that problem, too. So when too. Chris gives me that, yeah. I get some kind of perverse satisfaction that it tastes yeah. better than if I'd gotten it myself. Yeah. I've made Chris that same observation me. about you, David, and what I think it comes from is low self-esteem. <laughs> you assume that Jesus. anything anybody wow. else has chosen to have as their food was a better choice than what you would have chosen, so their food, you assume... <laughs> Your starting point is that's better food than I would have gotten. Kind of a therapy wow. session here. Yeah, kind of a therapy session. Wow. Sorry, buddy. So Sorry if this is shocking. you help me order in the morning, I could get my own stuff? Well, as it turns out, half of a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant is exactly the serving I need. I don't wake up ravenously hungry. Yeah. I have to kind of force myself yeah. to eat yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I so kinda... let's, not, let's not mess with it because it works. You know, right, I, yeah. I, I kind of do that at dinner, too, where I kind of looking around the room to see what everybody else is ordering, and it might might be something of one of my choices, then I'll order something else, because I know I'm going to try Yeah, that. there you go. Yeah, that's a thing. Sounds like a pretty selfish thing, but I like it. I, you no, know, no, I get it. Any way you can sort of strategize and end up choosing your top two things, Right. yeah, you got to go with that. Right, right. Anything else that you didn't fit in for summer that you're going to try to squeeze in while the weather's still nice? 
Oh, I don't think so. Once we once the show starts up, we're kind of yeah, locked in. in. You're in already. You might get lucky once in a while and have a light episode where you've got you know a four day weekend or something like that. But you can never know when that day is coming. Yeah. So unless you're one of those people who's comfortable, you know, making last minute travel arrangements and and paying those kind of airline prices. Uh, I guess that's just not me. I got you. I got you. Well, both of you and the rest of the cast of these great Chicago shows are back at work. We're going to talk about the new season, the much buzzed about filming the Pickwick Theater on the north side in Park Ridge. And if you got a question for David and Chris, we'll open up the phone lines. 312-981-7200. David and Chris back here on 720 WGN. All right, Chris Dolte, David Eigenberg from NBC Chicago Fire joining us here on 720 WGN. If you have a question for Chris or David or David or Chris, 312-981-7200. Do you guys see Randolph Mantooth and stuff on set ever? No. Wait, is there a rumor he's creeping around? <laughs> well, that was the emergency theme. I just, I think uh, we hey, used you the wrong fire show. Happened the second you went to commercial break... Your producers came, dragged you out of the studio, and played you some archival tape of the last time you opened the phone lines for David Eigenberg. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, that, what might it. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been it. That might have been it. I count on you to not remember, too. That's, that's the best part. There you go. We have some phone yeah. callers here, so let's go to Maureen on the line from 773. Maureen, welcome to 720 WGN. What's your question? Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say, um, when you guys were filming in Park Ridge a few weeks ago, um, all of us went, a whole group from the neighborhood, a couple different nights, and you guys were awesome. You were so good to everybody who came up and begged you for photos and everything. Um, so two, two questions. One, um, did you have a favorite place in Park Ridge? Um, are you, like, any, any place you got to hang out there? And then number two, I know you guys work with a lot of um, real firefighters. Um, did you ever have an ambition to be a firefighter or, you know, kind of interest in that? You want to go first, Dave? Yeah, well, my favorite place that I got to hang out in Park Ridge was um, uh, uh, IL, ILL seat 32 in the theater there. Oh. That's pretty much where we hung out. Um, they don't let us go out about, I mean, they don't <laughs> let me go out because I have, I yeah, have, you know, I, I, I think I, I was the same way with uh, the the driver's seat of truck eighty one or the bumper of, uh, of squad. That's where I spent the most. Yeah. Yeah. The back bumper oh. of squad. Maureen, I I've spent some time in Park Ridge, and uh, we've gone to a few of the places there. We've been to Holtz a handful of times, and those were some wild nights out there. We were out there for three nights, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was yeah. Dave Plyer a part of that? <laughs> I was trying to hook up with these guys, but they were they were working, for God's sake. They were doing oh, their job. Well, it wasn't just Dave that. Was we were strongly discouraged from going down to where you were because oh, there yeah. was an eruptive group of Taylor Kinney fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they were a little afraid of. Yeah, that's why Maureen was there, too. Yeah, she was there for that. <laughs> no, not yet. I got a picture with Mouch. Come on. See? There oh, you go. Good. There you go. Was he a jerk? Yeah. Excellent. Wait, did we get both of your questions? Uh, did you ever want no, to be a firefighter? Other, yeah. yeah. Any interesting questions? You do the other one. What about the other what one? The other, yeah, did you have the other any one was about any places to, we may have spent time at. Firing. Yeah, did you ever um, want to be a first responder or fireman in, in your lifetime? Uh, my dad was a cop, and I think if anything, I kind of leaned that way. Okay. Okay. All right. That's good too. We like them too. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate the call. 
Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Ben, we had a, we had a texter or a caller call and he couldn't stick around the line, but what was the question? Uh, yeah, it's a question I'm curious about. Uh, the caller was wondering, who is your stunt coordinator? Because I, I have to agree, the stunts you do on that show are phenomenal. I mean, the amount of people that Listen, called this in. Is, <laughs> well, yeah, no, thank week. you. And that's that's the, one of the reasons we're lucky that we we're, came at the beginning of this wave of production in Chicago is that we were able to lock in Rick Lefevre, who is at the very top of the heap of stunt guys. Um, probably anyone else you would hire as a stunt coordinator was probably trained by Rick Lefevre. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, All right. he's, he's, he's the classic best. old school, really as calm as, what's the calmest thing you can think of, Chris? Because I can't, like a really calm. I would say the ocean. crystal clear waters of Lake Tahiawanka. <laughs> Yeah, Hiawanka, and um, he's just, uh, he's he's a calming, you know, it's funny, you have this image of, like, sometimes, I had this image of, like, you know, you know, stunt guys, hey, let's go, he actually, yeah, is, no, 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 he is the uh, the exact opposite, and, 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 and all stunt, really good stunt guys are really calm and quiet, and they're just, like, all about safety, and how are we going to do this, and we're going to make that happen like this, and, and they, they get a beat on you if you got to do something a little bit, because if you get, like, a little amped up. They're like, you know, we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Brian take this one today. The director wants it to go that way, and they go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But carrying and walking around because I saw, you know, I was there. I saw, I saw you guys, and you're carrying around that equipment, and everything. It's like, you know, normal firefighters. I mean, if they're going out, I'm sure they're wearing it for hours at a time if there's a major fire. But you guys are, I think you probably wore it for six hours. You're walking around with that stuff. That's no, that's yeah, no easy Tony, treat. Tony Ferraris, who is the the real uh, CFD squad uh, firefighter. He has confirmed for us that we end up staying in our bunker gear or tanked up far longer than he ever would on a typical day on the job. I would think so. So that by the time you've been on this show for 10 years, you've spent as much time in bunker gear as a 30-year firefighter. (laughs) I bet. I bet you did. I bet you did. But were you amazed at the crowds that were there? I mean, there were crowds everywhere. I mean, across the street, every corner, there were groupies. Like, did you guys hand out any room keys or discouraged, usually? Well, it's a bit of a firefighter neighborhood, or at least it's close to Edison Park or whatever. So I I did kind of anticipate it. What about you, Dave? Wait, Dave, did you just say we handed out room keys for, like, our hotel rooms? <laughs> yes, I did. Wow! Uh, we didn't have hotels, but I didn't even think of that. I don't know. You should have randomly handed out keys. I'm, I'm not that 60, and, and most of my the, the, the people that show me some affection, I don't know if they want a, a key. Yeah. But I'll I, tell you, uh, Dave, I'm a little insulted by the question because I live in Skokie, so it was an unusually short drive to work for me. Yeah. I didn't need a hotel. Right. But, yes, I did hand out some of my house keys. I just <laughs> I would just think with all the syndication money, again, you'd just be at a hotel somewhere. <laughs> I think I, I don't know how to explain it mathematically, but uh, sadly, the whole syndication game has dried up compared to how it used to be. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, there is this myth of like we're just rolling in it until the days, yeah. until the days, you know, the, the weeds grow over our heads, and it, it, it's changed. Yeah. No, we can roll in it for about a week and a half. Well, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> a week and a half. Up. There's just too up much other that. television now. It's not as precious as it yeah. used to be. That's true. There's a, there's a lot of that, too. You're right. i got to go take a quick a break. Hey, hang on, though, guys. Chris Dolte, David Eigenberg, or David, I don't know how, what order we're in now, but uh, they're going to be back with us in a minute after we take a look at your roads. 
See what I did there? David Eigenberg, Chris Dolte, BC Chicago Fire premieres uh, Wednesday, September 21st, joining us here on 720 WGN. So there was a lot of cliffhangers. I know you can't talk really about what you've been what you've been filming, but season 10 uh, cliffhanger, there's a wedding, there's a love triangle, and probably what everybody's kind of waiting for to see what happens this season is Mouch lost his couch. Wow, yeah. Is that couch ever really going to fit in? You know? <laughs> It's problematic, and it is largely the focus of season 11. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. But actually, Dave and I are two people who did start the fire. <laughs> is uh, that right? Along with, uh, we started it. I mean, there's a lot of people who, who hopped on the wagon later, but, you know, with Taylor and Eamon and Randy and Tony and, uh, you know, the hand Joe, Minoso, and a handful. That's it. There's a handful of us. <laughs> been around this whole time and you can tell it's because true. you can tell when you're in a room with us you can tell who the long timers are because of how damaged we are right Dave? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah um oh we got another caller on the line cheryl from uh schomburg on the line you're on 720 wgen hi cheryl yes hi dave hi dave hi chris just want to say you guys hi how are you it's a great honor to talk to you guys. Love the show. Watch it all the time. And we were very honored. I was very honored. We had you at uh, our, you did a filming at Sh- in Schomburg at Zurich at our insurance company about two years ago, oh, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was an honor. Yeah. We got to see you from the windows. We couldn't get too close, but we uh, were they we nice? enjoyed having you guys. Were they nice? They were. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I remember going out to Schomburg, but remind me what the incident was. Yeah, I think it was a chemical you know fire. We were chemical fire. Uh, college. It was a college. Oh yeah, it was, that was a big early, one. It was the early driving for um, for Miranda plays. Uh, I don't know what her name is, Rosalie Kid or something. Yeah, and she made Stella. that corner turn and she clipped the post and. Um, she wrecked the the fire truck, which wasn't in the episode. No, you remember that? <laughs> Whoops! Oh, I, I knew. Seen, I think <laughs> we did see yeah, that. She, but I just want to say it was an honor to have you guys. It was phenomenal. We enjoyed it, and uh, it was just great to see the making of it. And it's just amazing how you carry all that heavy load on your well, back. We, <laughs> we hope we get to come out and see you again on our season eleven tour of Chicago yeah. Uh, yeah. satellite neighborhoods. That'd be awesome. Go. Try to come back out. Very coming. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thanks, Cheryl, for the call. I appreciate that. Um, like, how often do you, are you? So, are you out filming in the neighborhoods and stuff versus in studio? Is it is it much more so than originally? Is it sixty percent of the time? Is it half and half? What is it usually, Chris? It's uh, I. I it's one of the first things I look at when I size up a script. How much time am I going to be at the stage? which has become sort of the most comfortable place to mm-hmm. shoot. You know, mm-hmm. your resources are more readily available to you um, versus just being at some random, usually gravel parking lot or, you know, chopped up asphalt parking lot of some abandoned factory or things like that. And then there's the third uh, wild card is how much time will we be at the real firehouse, uh, Firehouse 18 on Blue Island Racine and 14th Street. Now, this particular episode involves a Halloween sort of haunted house that we're doing. So we spent an inordinate amount of time in this episode uh, at the real firehouse out on the aprons, the little driveways there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
setting these things up. So it really depends on what the episode requires. If there are multiple calls in an episode, then we're going to spend a whole lot of time uh, outdoors at various locations, which is fine now, but once the cold sets in, I prefer more stage time. Yeah, I was going to say, 224 just sent in an area code. Uh, do you, uh, you're carrying a lot of heavy gear, so do you prefer to be outside in the winter or in the summer? Summer. Yeah. Wow. The winter. But can, can I go back to the last question? Because how, how Chris Gage's, I'm going to do the shorthand on this. The Chris Gage's things on the outside, the on the stage, the comfortability, the mobility thing is how close is the toilet? That's what Chris <laughs> Gage is, as do I on many mornings once you go. have a certain things go on, is where is the bathroom? I, yep, think, yep. I think that was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry was going to create an app so he could find the closest bathroom. That's a, well, it's intelligent. Our, you know, that you app have to be updated on a daily basis, unfortunately, because we're talking about the PMOs, the 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 mobile, you know, uh, toilet, and that gets parked in various places. Ah. And often the problem is we're in some neighborhood or we're in some you know industrial part of town, and the PMO and craft services are two blocks away in opposite directions. And people, those things need to be right next to each other. Gotcha, gotcha. The place where you get the food and the place where you relieve yourself need to be one a walk in one direction. That's for anyone who ends up working in locations in our business. There may be only a handful of those in your audience, but I want to talk to them. There's an interesting question from 847. Um, do you ever watch the episodes uh, when they air? Do you ever see yourself or do you do the work? There's a lot of actors and, and actresses that do the work and they never really go back and see it um, in its entirety. Like, what, David, tell me, do you watch anything? Do you watch these shows? Uh, some stuff I watch, sometimes I, I do watch it. I watch it more for a, uh, a technical thing. Um, there's, you know, we have a certain uh, stagecraft and a camera craft. Um, and so I kind of go, I wonder if something worked or it didn't work. Um, and I enjoy, you know, I love watching other people's performances. I don't really watch all that much for my own. Um, I kind of, I, I, I make I, I make myself cringe. My family cringes when I'm on the TV. <laughs> Uh, so there's not a lot of like you know yeah. uh, adoration going on it within my four walls. So it's not really, but they do love other characters on the show. My family, but we don't watch. They don't. They don't want to watch. They're kind of like you know, if Dad was in not nothing against the accountants. I mean, my dad was, but you know, you like you don't want to watch the guy crunch the numbers. You know, they don't really want to watch me. You know, making the sausage. They just <laughs> they don't. Fair. What about you, Chris? Yeah. Do you get do you get to watch any of them? You catch them. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't miss an episode because it's one of the best shows on television. Yeah, no, not even. Yeah. A, I I happen to be on it. You know what I mean? Yes, That's right. How I see it. That's right. It, That's it right. surprises me a little bit every time I see myself because I'm not watching it for that. <laughs> gotcha. You know, yes. I, there, there was this thing about one of the greatest actors of our, the greatest actor of our generation. Um, oh my God, Chris Dolte. The oh. Chicago Fire. <laughs> and I can't oh, remember. I, 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 I grew everything. weary of hearing it. <laughs> Oh. oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, but that's right. That happened to you like seven that was or eight right. times. The greatest right. actor of our oh, generation. Look at you. Congratulations. Of our generation. Congrats, man. All you have to do is repeatedly say that about yourself in front of people for a period of three or four months, and somehow it gets its own momentum, and other people will repeat it as well. I like that. Gee, that's a smart idea. That, that, that phenomenon <laughs> that's a smart idea. <laughs> David Eigenberg, Chris Dolte, Chris Dolte, David Eigenberg. Catch him on the new season of NBC's Chicago Fire. First episode of the new season airs Wednesday, September 21st. Hey, go have a Friday, everybody.
You too, brother. Thanks again, guys. You take care. Be good. When you Thank sign you. up, you should always end with Dave Eigenberg. Always end I, with me. Okay, end with you. I got I'll it. I'll let my lawyer call you. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks, guys. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Take care. All right.